Hello, you're listening to a sermon provided by the First Presbyterian Church of Mayopac. We worship on Sundays at 10 a.m., and you can watch us live either on Facebook or YouTube. And if you're in the area, there's always a seat saved for you. We hope that this message encourages you to continue growing in humility and faith. Thanks for listening. So let us listen now to God's holy word as it comes to us this morning. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for it is proper for us And when Jesus baptized just as he came, suddenly the heavens opened were opened, and he saw God's spirit descending like a dove and alighting on him, and the voice from the heaven said. I am well. This is the word of the Lord. The rite of baptism is one that dates back to not just the early Christians, but it dates to the practice of immersing oneself in water that goes all the way back to early Judaism. According to Jewish tradition, the ritual washing for purification marked a person's transition from being unclean to clean. And the word that we know as baptism, even in Jewish use, didn't appear until later on when Greek-speaking Jews, Hellenistic Jews, started to use the word baptos to describe these religious and social acts. We see how baptism, baptos, evolved throughout the New Testament to include these sects of early Judaism, such as the school led by John to early Christians, started as well with this moment with John baptizing Jesus in the River Jordan. And then later we find Jesus, who commissions his followers, baptizes them, to also go out and baptize believers in his name. So that's all we need to know about baptism, right? Well, that's a trick question. I'm not going to have you answer that. Because, yes, there is more to baptism. The sacrament of baptism is more than just an ancient rite that we practice today, and it's that nice warm moment where we, you know, sprinkle water on a baby's head, or, um, well, sometimes they cry as well, and that's, that's more than okay as well. The sacrament of baptism is one that also marks us. It bestows a purpose, a sense of calling, and isn't that all what we are looking for? A feeling of purpose, a sense of purpose. And I wouldn't say that sense of purpose is something that's age-related or limited to only people of a certain age, because I know a good number of folks, some who are retired, who find that the question of purpose becomes even more relevant once their career becomes a past descriptor of who they were as a person. Baptism, in the midst of all these things in life that 
supposedly give us purpose or identify who we are is a reminder that we carry another purpose in life that never fades away. Speaking about purpose, do you know your purpose in life? Right now, your purpose in life. I don't know if you would have a complete flushed out answer for that question, but it's a question I still ponder from time to time when I lie awake at night talking to God. Because it's a daunting question, one that is often based, as I said, on parts of our lives that are constantly in a state of flex. It's a question that we are asking now more than ever. Talk to any educator who will about the pains and the crises youth are experiencing today as they sort out what has happened these past couple years. Talk to adults who are in the midst of transition because they lost their job or they find that a relationship isn't working out or you fill in the blank of what that crisis is or what that moment of transition is. But these are pieces of our lives that we have relied on being identifiers for ourselves that are in a state of flex. Speaking about this change, there's an article in the New York Times that articulates how as well we've seen ourselves change throughout especially these past couple of years throughout the pandemic. And the question of purpose continues to be at the forefront of our quests as we see or try to see how we play a role in something that's much larger than just ourselves. And that is where the sacrament of baptism comes into play and establishing a purpose, a calling, a vision for life that transcends not just the good times and makes the good times even better, but is there that in the hard times as well. And in those hard times, we see that particularly being true for the early Christians who viewed baptism as almost this type of early funeral service that celebrated the death of the old and the embracing, the rebirth of something new founded in the grace of God. Even more true for the early Christians because for those people living in that time, they did not know what tomorrow would bring. For all they knew, whether the religious leaders of the time would come in and round them up, bring them away, or the Romans would come and capture them and crucify them, they did not know but they did know they had a much larger purpose that was grounded in something outside of themselves. And for those believers as well, it was not just an individual event, it was a community event, which meant that each time a baptism was done, each time we do a baptism, we are reminded of the purpose our lives have been given, founded in something more than vain messages or in what, I don't know, business success magazines tell us we need in order to live a life that has been purpose-driven. Because we find that in this sacrament of baptism, our lives are not founded on any of those things, but founded instead on the heart of God. In our passage this morning, we hear the Holy Spirit 
how it descended from the heavens like a dove. The sky opened up, the sky separated, and a voice from heaven boomed forth with the words, You are my son, the beloved. With you, I am pleased. In baptism, we remember the gifts that we have received from the Holy Spirit. In baptism, we recognize that each of us, each of us, is created in the image of God. That each of us has instilled within our hearts some gift that goes beyond our understanding. That each of us possesses a gift that is a reflection of who God is. And that we celebrate that gift of diversity. It becomes part of this rich and multifaceted nature of what we claim to embrace and to follow. As the Spirit descends upon Jesus this morning, opens up the heavens, we find that there is a renewed sense of calling. For in our time when we find that, for well, for in our time when we struggle to see what perhaps makes that really annoying person special, or that person who really just knows how to irk us or um, prod us in a way that really gets on our nerves, or we find that we are in a disagreement with someone because of what they believe, whether it be their politics or their religion or, I don't know, their view of whether the community should put in a new X, Y, or Z, we find that there is this renewed message a purpose that calls us to look beyond those differences. Because baptism is this real, this visible, visceral sign that calls us to live a renewed life in God, an experience that asks us to lean hard into the promises, the compassion, and the grace of God, and to live as one who has been baptized, And what that means is that we live lives of radical love. We live lives of radical love, knowing that God is here with us and with those who are also wandering through life, seeking answers to the puzzles and mysteries, things that we cannot explain. That God is here and is doing new and good work through us. That God is here and waiting, waiting for us to embrace that purpose that has been given to us of who we are called to be. Not just people who are a part of the body of God, but also to be a community who is reflective of that body. A study by the Harvard School of Public Health found that if you have a higher sense of purpose in life, defined as having meaning, a sense of directions and goals, you are more likely to remain healthy and physically strong as you grow older. Taking that in mind, here's the challenge. Take this first month of the year to consider how you can live out more faithfully or lean more deeply into God's purpose for your life. Let the, sense, let the higher sense of purpose that claims your life 
lead you to ways that embody the core of Jesus's earthly ministry. Set aside the goals that tell us that if you need a purpose in life, it should just be to make as much money as you can, or to be as powerful or influential as you can, or to have as many people working under you as you can. Set those things aside for a moment to lean into the life-giving way, the life-giving heart of God. For in this purpose, we find goals that mean us giving as that give us meaning as individuals and as a corporate body, striving to live out the gospel message. Jesus was the living embodiment of sacrificial love, modeled for us the importance of caring, not just for ourselves, but for the broader community. As Jesus said in his own words, the Son of Man comes not to be served, but to serve. May we be inspired by the Spirit this morning in the sacrament of baptism to see how acts of service, both big and small, can change the ground beneath our feet. May we remember and reconnect with the promises made at our baptism when it was proclaimed that we were sealed in the love of God and that nothing in life or in death could separate us from the love of God. Nothing can strip us of that divine purpose that has been laid on you since your baptism. Let the waters of baptism continually renew, refresh our spirits to new ways in which we can respond to proactively as people of faith, to the needs of the weary, the hurting, those all around us in our community and the world, instead of getting caught up in self-inflated importance or egos of what purpose is. Let the waters of baptism, friends, refresh us as we journey to carry out our purpose of being the compassionate and the living heart of God. Amen. Thanks again for listening, and we will hold you in prayer as we head into a new week. If you'd like to learn more about our church and ministry, or if you'd like to learn how you can support us, you can visit our website at mayopacchurch.org. Until next week, God bless.